0: Good, everybody. What is going on? We are back. I'm doing this really quick. Probably like a 10 minute one. Um, we have to talk about the Bradley Beal trade. And a lot of people come to me talking about I'm upset because I'm a fan first and this, this, and this. Listen, yes, I am a fan of the Washington Wizards. I was upset at the, West, at the result of the Russell Westbrook trade with John Wall. I was upset at how they just felt. The Morris uh, twin. I was upset. At, I was just upset for the last 10, 15 years about how they view their assets and the return on the assets that the Washington Wizards gets out of all these moves. Like, listen, going back to Anton Jameson, giving him up to the Cleveland Cavaliers for basically pennies on the dollar when he was averaging 20 and 9 in the season that they traded him. Yes, that Anton Jameson that all Cleveland Cavaliers fans called trash when he played with Cleveland. But he was averaging 20-9 before he went to Cleveland. I mean, that's trash, I guess. But that trade was trash. The only value trade that they actually got was giving up Gilbert Arenas after all these injuries and the gun situation for Orlando. That was a situation you couldn't get anything out of it. I totally understood that one. Um, the Lakers trade to, to get rid of Russell Westbrook and pick up Kuzma and KC, KCP, that was a good value trade. The Chris Stass Porzingis trade, that was a solid value trade. But there's so many other ones that make you think like, what are you thinking about? Look at it. Going back. The Wizards got rid of John Wall and a pick for Russell Westbrook, who we all knew was going to be a one-year deal. Also, we knew that we were, as fans, huge supporters of John Wall. John Wall still hasn't had a good chance to show what he can still do. And when he does, he balls out. I still understand why the Clippers gave up on him so fast. But it happens. It's the NBA... Whatever. But John Wall actually has not played bad basketball since leaving Washington. He's just been in bad situations where teams just want to do certain things. Honestly, I would not be opposed to a reunion for John Wall to come back in D.C. Them deciding to give Bradley Beal this outrageous contract and get rid of John Wall. Stupid, 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 stupid. OK, we all knew it as fans. I knew it even more as a guy who has, has been around basketball. Bradley Beal is just a straight score. You want to know who else is a straight score? Devin Booker. They are not first option type players. You can look at me and say this, this, and this, 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 whatever. Scores are not first option players on a basketball team. You have to have something else on your repertoire. There's no way around it. To people who argue this, do not know what winning is about. Let's look at Denver, who just won the championship. Jamal Murray is an elite scorer. They didn't win the championship because of Jamal Murray. They won the championship because of Nicola Jokic, who is a multifaceted player. You have to have multifaceted players in order to win no way around it. Anthony Davis is a first option type player, but he plays as a second option type player. When he plays as a first option, when he blocks, when he rebounds, when he scores, when he does every facet of the game of basketball needed to win, he is a problem. Same thing with LeBron. Same thing with a lot of guys that's in the league. That's why we we love those Kawhi Leonard's, even though it's a lot of people who don't like Kawhi. Multifaceted, but he just can't stay on the court. But back to Washington, where this whole podcast is about. Washington does not know how to gather assets properly. They don't know how to cheat the system and win in the long run, the last time they did it is when they got uh, Marky e. Morris, Gortat, and those guys together. Tommy Shepard cheated the system to get all those guys together. But we gave them up. Pennies on the dollar. This Bill trade, after all these outrageous trades that have been going on in the NBA recently, lets me know. That these mofos have no clue what they're doing. Not even the slightest idea. Okay? I'm going around this. Let me tell you why. Oh, crap. Let me tell you why. five first round picks. Five. Not two. Not even one. Not three. Five, people. Five. It's insanity. Rudy Gobert ain't no five first round picks. It's insane, though. All right, now let's be honest. The hardest thing to do in basketball is to trade a player that everyone in the world knows you want to trade. But, again, I'm going back to Rudy Gobert. Everybody knew that Utah was trying to get rid of Rudy Gobert. There was so many things going on. The the locker room was torn because of what happened during COVID and his actions with Donovan Mitchell and so on and so forth. Everyone knew that Utah was ready to move on from Gobert and Mitchell. Everyone. So why is it okay for Utah to get five first-round picks for Gobert, less for Donovan Mitchell, who arguably is the better player? And now Washington is getting throwaways for a guy that, in my opinion, is better than both of them. Brandon Bill is 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 better than both Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is a one sided player who ultimately really doesn't fit in Minnesota. I think I think one way or the other, Minnesota's gonna get rid of either him or Cality Towns very soon. Might be next year, might be the year after, but you, you can't have two guys like that in your lineup in this day and age of the NBA. You just can't. You cannot. Not because it won't work. Sorry, everyone. I (laughs) had like a bunch of phone calls going back and forth. So I was trying to listen back to see where I got cut off at. And uh, I couldn't tell. So this is going to be a little choppy. Now, here's my thing. I really despise the way that so many teams... Please wait. Just Please drive safe look way. at Washington and see them as an extreme pushover when it comes to value for whatever they want to make or whatever they want to do or the next level they want to take for everything. Like, this is out of hand how Bradley Bill is a legit all star. He is, he's a legit all star. If he was on a team like I don't know. Let's just throw a team out there. If they was on Oklahoma City Thunder, they would get two first round picks for a trade with Bradley Bill. And and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Now if it was something outrageous like when Rudy Gobert got the five trade, first round picks in the trade. We gonna talk about that. Two, okay, I get it. He's still defensive player of the year, this, this, and this, but he's a throwaway guy. Listen, this is all I'm going to say. People are going to take this particular post as me upset because it's one of my favorite teams. But at this point, I'm, I'm ready to just not watch the NBA basketball because I'm already not enjoying the direction of the sport right now when it comes to the professional ranks. And now... For the last 10 or some odd years, my team has just thrown everything away. I like, I felt like that with the football team. The baseball team, we see how that's going right now. But at least they got some solid prospects. Like, The baseball team is doing it the way every team should be doing it. Like Baltimore. I legit might go back to be a Baltimore Oriole fan. The only reason I switched over is because the Nationals became my hometown team. But me growing up, I was a diehard O's fan. I still say O on the national anthem. But literally, like, it's hard to enjoy sports in the Washington, D.C. area. I mean, we'll see what D.C. United looks like soon. Um, The Nats, who knows? They might have an Orioles turnaround. But they got a couple prospects coming up that should be solid. The Wizards are just, they're never going to do anything in the playoffs. There's no hope as a Wizards fan right now. Uh, The Red Commanders, at least we have some hope. We have some good talent that makes it fun to watch. But we don't even know what's going to happen with Washington right now. I I was so close to jumping ship, but I see a lot of things changing. And I think I'll hold off for a couple years because I was I was ready to just go just go straight up the Baltimore Washington Parkway and, and wear that purple and black. I was close, but I'm, I think I'm deeper into the roots of Washington football than I am with any other sport. But they're saying that another team is going to jump in with this deal. There has to be something outrageously positive in what this second, this third team is bringing to this trade because... Phoenix doesn't have a first-round pick because they gave him up for Kevin Durant. And a ton of great assets. Like, who wants Landry Shamit? Are you kidding me right now? So that's going to be the biggest name in this trade. This is almost as bad as Dennis Rodman for Will Purdue. Literally. Now, I'm not saying... Bradley Bill is going to be Dennis Rodman, but let's be honest. Will Purdue, Landry Shamit? I mean, Chris Paul's name is in the deal, but let's be real. Chris Paul ain't going to Washington. But I kind of said that before with Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook ended up playing for a year. But, dog, I'm going to say this once. I'm saying say it again. I'm saying say it 3,000 times. If you're telling me that you're getting better value for Christas Porzingis than Bradley Beal, I just am a loss for words at how any value was ever taken in sports. Christas Porzingis, a guy who has never played an entire season. At least Bradley Bill has played multiple entire seasons. He just had a stroke of bad luck getting the same injury for the last couple years. But Chris Stapp's Porzingis has more value than Bradley Bill, who can get you 50 at any point in time. You've got to be kidding me. You cannot make me think that that is a great deal. Because he's seven foot and can shoot. Get the heck out of here. A seven footer that can shoot. This is what's wrong with the NBA right now. I don't know, man. I give up. Um, this is probably going to be the first and only time I'm going to bring this up. But Washington with the Rui Hachimura trade, Washington with the Spencer Dinwiddie pickup, and then trade for Chris Asporzengus. I mean, John Wall for Russell Westbrook. I mean, Bradley Beal for ultimately Landry Shamit and like five second round picks. Which can we even name a good second round pick Washington has had in their history? And and believe me, I know a couple. Like okay, Andre Blatch had a had a pretty solid career. He was a second round pick. That was like two thousand five. then before that actually after that you had Jordan Clarkson but they traded them right away to the Lakers before the trade I mean, for the the deal he technically wasn't even picked by Washington he was a Washington pick but he wasn't picked by Washington so I'm not counting that before that you had to go to like 1987 almost 40 years before a solid second round pick Now everybody keeps explaining that they're going to flip it and move up to the back end of the draft whatever You all cannot convince me that this is a good deal. This is an F trade if an F trade was labeled of F. Like, they don't even use F in school anymore. It's an E. You need to do extra work. This is ridiculous, man. Listen, go ahead, like, subscribe, the podcast. Sorry this was a little jumbled up. Um, But... When I do my podcast, I try to make sure I do them when nobody's going to call me. Obviously, I did this in the middle of the day on a holiday, so my phone has been going in and out, so I lost my place in time. And I'm trying to edit it, but the edit and stuff has not been working well since Anchor switched over to Spotify. So i am having a little issues with that. Um, I'm going to start doing more visual podcasts with a few friends of mine. And just letting everybody know, it will be a little explicit because. Uh, my friends don't know how to hold their tongue when it comes to language. So look forward for that. Um, cause my boy has big opinions about some things that goes on. He even called me up about this Bradley bill one and made absolutely no sense, but that's just what he does. Um, so we'll talk about that. Go ahead and, uh, subscribe on Spotify. Go ahead and hit me up on Twitter, on bigger 716 Uh, The coaching page, Coach C-O-A-C-H-I-R-V-I-N-P-A-Y-N-E for all updates. I haven't updated much for my AAU. It's just because I don't have much time. I need to start updating more AAU stuff. I do. I love them girls, men girls. They give me headaches sometimes, but I love coaching them, man. I love talking to them, the, the great personalities, just finding out everything about them, you know, it's basically what I get into, why I love doing what I do. Um, you know, the parents are always amazing. They say that I do so much and, and bring so much happiness to their kids, but trust me, they do more for me than I do for them. Um, otherwise, I would have quit long time ago, because <laughs> some of them do frustrate me <laughs> I try to, when I try to have conversations with them on certain things, but no, it's, it is, it is a lot of fun doing what I do. Um, the podcast thing is just a side hustle for me. I gotta get my mind and vocal words out when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, I've heard a lot of positive things about my movie reviews. A lot of people are calling me very truthful with a lot of them. I, some of them I do be joking about like the John Wick one. It was a joke. It was a bad joke, but, um, about one of the characters, but, uh, You know, I I try to be extremely honest when it comes to the reviews because I have my personal opinions on how I feel about certain movies. But I also have to do it as a critic uh, voice. Um, When it comes to sports, I have some very interesting takes when it comes to sports. But I also like to put things out there to have people think and not just uh, have a one-track mind when it comes for uh, the sports talk. That's why I do bigger versus the people because I am not the middleman, I'm not giving my final say, I'm basically saying that we cannot think one way, we also have to think opposite ways, like, so many people are are always on one side of a conversation, that when you try to say, well, what if this, this, and this, or how about if somebody does this, this, and this? They're so quick to put you in that situation instead of think about the multiple options instead of just their one, one track mind of thinking about certain things. So that's why I said it's me versus everyone else, because I always want to put your mindset, which is my view or your view against the people, against everybody else. Like you got to play devil's advocate. If you always think about something one particular way, then certain things just won't be the way that it is. That's what life is all about. That's what sports is all about. That's what opinions are all about. Like my Brad Bill tape. It's an opinion. I know other people are not going to be okay with what I said in this entire podcast. But so what? It's an opinion. It is just an opinion. It is not my word against your word. It's how I feel. Versus how you feel. Well, that makes no sense, Irv. Jesus. I I said it, and then after I said it, I realized that it's the exact same thing that I just did. Okay. Anyway, listen, before I start blurting off some things that make absolutely no sense, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, subscribe on Spotify. Uh, I, I lost a couple sp- uh, sponsors because of something dumb. This is why i upset that Anchor switched over to Spotify. So I have a lot of subscribers on Google, Apple and other platforms for my podcast but once anchor switched over to spotify they took away all a lot of my sponsors that i had from the other three and and forced me to to gain more subscribers on spotify which is why i'm pushing everybody to follow me on spotify so i can start getting paid back from this again like i was making solid money man And then all of a sudden, Anchor went to Spotify. Then all of a sudden, it just went to zero. And the the 120 subscribers split between so many different podcasts. They're only focusing on Spotify right now. So it hurts me right now with the change. But I'm still putting this out. I'm still giving good content. Um, Look out for that Havoc Energy as one of my sponsors. The link is down below if you need energy. Uh, It's one of those uh, energy drinks that you should not be drinking on a daily basis. Like for me, I'll only use it when I have long spans of stuff. And one particular day that I know that I'll need energy is when I'll do it. I'll give you an example. Once AAU season started, I knew that I was going to have multiple 21 days, no sleep days. So around number day number 10, I'll, I'll mix it in with some water. Uh, just take a couple sips before I get to work. At lunch, I'll take a couple more sips. And then right before basketball practice, I'll take a couple more sips and finish it off. I have energy for the entire day. And me doing it that way, it gives me more energy for the next couple of days. There were no, there was no crashing, no anything. It's it's great. It's, it's great fruit punch flavor on it. Trust me. I believe you'll like it. Um, the jar that I have, it has 60 servings because of the amount that I use. But it's 30 servings depending on how much you want to use. Um, I don't use much of it when I do take it. So that's why I get more servings out of it. It is an up and coming product. I advise everybody to at least test it out. Try it out. If you want me to bring some to you, I know a lot of people are having a lot of drain days. Trust me. I understand. I will make a, a bottle of it for you and let you try it out yourself. Uh, for everyone else, please thank you so much for all your blessings, uh, Getting ready for these basketball games the next couple days. Then I got a basketball camp over the weekend. I am going to rest as much as possible. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys listening in. I'll holler at you guys later. Peace out.